RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Samantha Butler. The headlines. A structural engineer says he's confused about how multiple copies of documents on an MTR project were deleted. Protesters demand the release of mainland Labour activists ahead of the Lunar New Year holiday. And the New England Patriots seal a record equaling sixth Super Bowl title. An independent structural engineer says he's confused that both paper and digital copies of documents about the MTR Corporation starting to Central Rail Link are missing. Albert Young testified as an expert advisor at an independent inquiry into the troubled railway project. The University of Hong Kong expert was commenting after the MTRC disclosed on Friday that 60% of documents related to part of the project was missing. When they fill in the form, they fill in five all together with a duplicate. So the, the top one is original, it's white in color, and then you got a yellow, a blue, a green, and a pink. So this form will go to you know different parties to keep and for different reasons for the processing of the work. So it's kind of strange now, all these five forms disappear all at the same time. And then at the same time, these forms are not only hard copy form, the form is supposed to go in a document control system, MTLC. So now even the computer system cannot be found. About a dozen people have protested against the jailing of labour rights activists and their supporters on the mainland. The protesters from the Confederation of Trade Unions marched to the Lunar New Year Fair in Victoria Park to press home the point that the 53 detained activists will be denied the chance to spend the holiday with their families. Protest organiser Lam Cho Ming said they were concerned about the fate of the activists who were trying to set up unions and improve working conditions at Jazik Technology in Shenzhen. Many of them are being detained in the detention centers in Sunjin. Uh, quite a few of them are being uh, detained at designated areas, which uh, we do not have any idea uh, their whereabouts. So we are very concerned with their basic human rights, whether they, their basic rights are being violated. And um, so we are urging the Chinese government to release them immediately because uh, what they have been doing or what they've done is by no means a criminal act at all. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has issued her Lunar New Year message on the eve of the Year of the Pig. In a one-minute video, she's shown in traditional Chinese attire as she visits dried seafood and flower shops in Shengwan, exchanges good wishes with citizens and takes pictures with them. Mrs Lam says the Lunar New Year is an important festival for families to spend time together. She wished all Hong Kong people a healthy and prosperous year ahead. Two people have pleaded guilty to illegally importing nearly 42 kilograms of rare agar wood into Hong Kong last August. The haul is worth an estimated $65,000. Lin Bing and Lin Wenjiang, both from the mainland, admitted failing to present the necessary documents to import the wood when they arrived at the airport from Indonesia. In mitigation, their counsel told the district court the pair were simply ignorant of the legal requirements and made no attempt to conceal the wood. The hearing continues. Investigators say they found the wreckage of a light aircraft that crashed into the sea between France and Britain with an Argentine international footballer and his pilot on board. Emiliano Sala was travelling to his new club Cardiff City when the aircraft disappeared. The privately funded search was led by shipwreck hunter David Mearns. Here's the BBC's John Fernandes in Guernsey. Within seven hours of launching the private search for the missing Piper Malibu, carrying footballer Emiliano Sala and pilot David Ibbotson, a substantial amount of wreckage was found on the ocean floor, according to David Mearns. 
Mr Manns was in charge of the privately crowdfunded search on behalf of the Salah family, which worked in tandem with the Air Accident Investigation Branch. Now, according to him, his job is done, and the questions the Salah family had have been answered. The main suspect in a cathedral bombing that killed 22 people in the Philippines last week has handed himself in. Police say Alias Kamar and four other people turned themselves in over the weekend. Mr Kamar is believed to be the brother of the fallen leader of the jihadi group Abu Sayyaf, who died last year. 85 people were injured when two bombs exploded at the Roman Catholic Cathedral on the island of Holor in the southern Philippines. Venezuela's president, Nicolas Maduro, has refused to rule out the possibility of civil war, saying the outcome of the current crisis would depend on the level of madness and aggression of the U.S. and its allies. In an interview with Spanish television, Mr Maduro warned President Trump could leave the White House with his hands covered in blood if he intervened in Venezuela. He denied his country is facing a humanitarian disaster. Venezuela doesn't have a humanitarian crisis. It has a political crisis, an economic crisis. They've tried to say that we're going through a humanitarian crisis, as though we were in the final stages of a country at war, to justify all this foreign aggression, this interventionism. Earlier, the opposition leader Juan Guaido said he would build an international coalition to deliver humanitarian aid to Venezuelans. Mr Guaido has declared himself interim president. In his interview, Mr Maduro also rejected a deadline set by four major European powers for him to call new presidential elections. Britain, France, Germany and Spain have said they'll recognise Mr Guaido as interim president if no polls were announced. The United States has announced it'll deploy 3,750 troops along its southwestern border with Mexico. Here's the BBC's Chris Buckler in Washington. President Trump is still demanding funding to build a wall between the US and Mexico. But in the short term, his acting Defence Secretary Patrick Shanahan has approved a request to send 3,750 soldiers to America's southwest border. They will replace some troops, but the number of soldiers stationed there will increase by 2,000. The units are being deployed for 90 days, and along with offering support to border officers, they'll do surveillance work. President Trump tweeted at the end of last week that the soldiers were needed to stop further groups of illegal immigrants from crossing the border. President Trump has repeated his intention to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria, but said he's planning to keep a military base in Iraq in order to watch Iran. In an interview with the television network CBS, he said he was determined to pull U.S. troops out of Syria and Afghanistan, despite warnings this could allow extremist groups such as Islamic State to regroup. We are fighting very well. We're fighting harder than ever before. And I think that they I think they're tired. And I think everybody's tired. We got to get out of these endless wars and bring our folks back home. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to be watching. The Atlanta-based rap star 21 Savage has been arrested by American immigration officials who say he's actually from the United Kingdom. Officials say he came to the United States in 2005 when he was 12 years old and then failed to leave when his visa expired a year later. The rapper's real name is Shaya bin Abraham Joseph.
The Bahraini footballer Hakim Al-Arabi is in court in Thailand for a hearing on whether he should be extradited to his home country. Mr Al-Arabi, who'd been playing in Australia after being granted asylum there, was in Thailand on his honeymoon. He was arrested after Bahrain filed a request through Interpol for him to be extradited to face charges of attacking a police station. He denies the allegation. A study in the U.S. says the millennial generation are at greater risk of getting an obesity-related cancer than people born in the 1950s. Here's the BBC's Dominic Hughes. Researchers in the United States have found an increase in the rates of six types of cancer related to obesity, particularly in people aged under 50. The increases were more marked in successively younger generations, especially among millennials. Some of these cancers increased in people aged over 52, but the rises were not as steep. The researchers suggest this trend may be down to the rapid rise in obesity in the last few decades and the fact younger people are exposed to the dangers of being overweight earlier and for longer. Pope Francis has arrived in the United Arab Emirates on the first ever papal visit to the Arabian Peninsula, the birthplace of Islam. He said his trip would be a chance to write a new page in the history of relations between religions. But there's been some criticism of the timing of the visit, given the UAE's involvement in the devastating war in nearby Yemen. Emirati forces back the government there in its conflict with Houthi rebels. Before leaving the Vatican, Pope Francis urged the warring parties to ease the plight of millions threatened by starvation. I appeal to all sides involved and to the international community to press urgently for respect of the agreements that have been reached, to ensure the distribution of food and to work for the good of the population. To the markets now, and local blue chips ended flat in shortened trade ahead of the Lunar New Year holidays. Francis Sit reports. On the last trading day of the lunar year, the Hansa index finished up 59 points or 0.2% at 27,990. Before the year of the dog as a whole, the index was down 10%. Insurer AIA was the stand-up performer in today's half-day trading. Its shares surged more than 3.6% to a seven-month high. Shares of China Munyo Daily and Link Reit each jumped more than 1.8%. But the Hong Kong unit of mainland conglomerate HNA showed its shares plunge as much as 16% during trading. The sell-off came after Hong Kong International Construction Investment Management sold a Kaitak residential site at a loss of $550 million and warned that its full-year profit would be substantially lower than the $1.1 billion recorded in the first half of 2018. The company's share ended today almost 6% down at $2.25 each. But shares of Wheelock, which bought the Kaitak site, rallied 1.4% to $51.30. Trading in local financial markets will reopen on Friday. And in the currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.7 yen. The euro is at 1 US dollar 14 cents and the pound is worth 10, 10 Hong Kong dollars 25 cents. The biggest movie ticketing platform on the mainland has suffered a setback as its shares made a weak debut during Hong Kong trading, the latest in a string of weak starts among mainland tech firms listed here. More from Wendy Wong. Mao Yen Entertainment shares opened near their offer price of $14.80 each, but they later slumped more than 5% and stayed in the red during trading. They ended their first day down 1% at $14.54. The week debut came as Mao Yan, which is backed by tech giant Tencent, priced its shares at the bottom of a proposed range. It raised almost $2 billion from the IPO, much less than the market initially expected. 
The float is being watched as a test of investor sentiment for IPOs after patchy performance by newly listed stocks last year amid trade tensions between China and the U.S. Firms such as online food delivery to ticketing services provider Meituan Damping and smartphone maker Xiaomi raised billions of dollars in the listings, but the shares are trading below their IPO prices. Now for sports, here's Atom Cheung. We start with American football. The New England Patriots are celebrating their record equaling sixth Super Bowl after shutting down the Los Angeles Rams 13-3 in Atlanta. In a season when all sorts of scoring records were set, the Patriots' win over the Rams went down as the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. Sonny Michel's two-yard run with seven minutes remaining was the only touchdown of the game. The Patriots have now won six NFL titles under coach Bill Belichick and quarterback Tom Brady. That puts them level with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Julian Edelman was named Super Bowl MVP for being the most consistent player on the field. Edelman caught 10 passes for 141 yards. Now to the English Premier League, where the champions Manchester City kept up the pressure on Liverpool by beating Arsenal 3-1. All three goals were scored by Sergio Aguero, who's recorded his 10th Premier League hat-trick. The victory means City are just two points back of the leaders Liverpool, who play at West Ham tonight. City boss Pep Guardiola says he was pleased with the way his players responded to their defeat at Newcastle in their last game. We are a good team when we do certain things. And when we do that, okay, we can be proud for ourselves. So we are in February. So many things are going to happen until the end of the season. The important is recognize that playing in that way, we can be there. But I never, never doubt of, of my of my Manchester City players in three seasons. Today we try, and that is our strength, and, and we're going to try until the end. Manchester United have gone 10 games unbeaten in all competitions under boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. They were 1-0 winners at Leicester City. United moved above Arsenal into fifth place thanks to Marcus Rashford's 10th goal of the season. Solskjaer says he has a lot to think about when it comes to team selection. We defended really well. Uh, I think we could have done better uh, defending maybe higher up the pitch. But when they put us under pressure, we, uh, we put uh, everything that we had in front of that goal. And uh, today we rotated a, l- a little bit. But everyone's played. Everyone's given me a headache because the next game again is the most important. And I've got to leave a few more out. Uh, so it's hard. There was a surprise result in the French League where the leaders Paris Saint-Germain had their unbeaten run ended by Lyon. PSG lost 2-1 away from home. Nabil Fekir scored the winner for Lyon from the penalty spot four minutes into the second half. In Spain, Atletico Madrid lost 1-0 at Real Betis to remain six points behind the leaders Barcelona. Real Madrid blanked Alaves 3-0. And in Italy, third-place Inter were beaten 1-0 at home by Bologna. Roma and AC Milan played to a one-all draw. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Atom. And to end the news, the top stories again. A structural engineer says he's confused about how multiple copies of documents on an MTR project were deleted. Protesters demand the release of mainland Labour activists ahead of the Lunar New Year holiday and the New England Patriots seal a record equaling sixth Super Bowl title. That's the news on RTHK. She's on fire
She knows she can fly away.